Well, hey Hope Church and welcome to another episode of the One Hope Podcast. This is something we're doing uh, from parents to parents, sharing about uh, how to do life and parenting well in a COVID world. So I've got Simon joining me here today. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Welcome. It's good to see how you. Are you? Um, so we wanted to have a, just a bit of a chat and hear kind of how Corona is affecting your family and your parenting in particular. But tell us, like, who's in your family? Uh, I've got uh, my wife, Jo, yeah. and uh, Amius, uh, Tega, Jasper, and Piper. And, and that's ranging from about the age of uh, 11, 12, down to four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Amius' first year in youth this year, which it has is, been yep. exciting. It's been great. He's uh, he's really enjoying that. Yeah, really enjoying that's it. awesome. Yeah. And I'm assuming all the kids are really loving HKTV. And yeah, so they, uh, they get into that on a Sunday. So that's, um, uh, they haven't achieved all the craft yet, but uh, <laughs> they're getting through yeah, most of it. That's a start. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Corona has been having a big impact on everyone's life. So what, what has the, what's life been looking like for you and your family at the moment? Um, life hasn't changed uh, too, too dramat- dramatically for myself personally. Mm. Um, I, I think so, I'm still going to work every day um, and uh, working in HR, that's, uh, I'm busy with a lot of people stuff mm. uh, that's going on within uh, the company. Uh, for Joe and the kids, uh, life is a little different. They've got... Um, uh, you know, changing from school routines to uh, having the homeschooling, uh, yeah. th- those kind of adjustments. And so I, I guess Joe has worn the brunt of uh, the changes yeah. um, with that. So I guess uh, I, I'm, uh, lo- yeah, life hasn't changed dramatically for me, but certainly for the family, I guess it has been adjustment, although it does feel a lot like life as usual in some ways. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. And so what has God been teaching you as you've kind of gone through this season um, at the moment? I think... Uh, God, I think God has showed me uh, and the family that um, we don't, well, we're, we're so intertwined with uh, the material world yeah. that when you kind of have a, a restriction placed upon you, mm. that makes you see what you can and can't do without. And so I think that there has been uh, a heightened awareness of how much we are intertwined with all our material mm. possessions and how much we don't need to be. Yeah. Uh, and that there's a reliance, I think, that... Um, uh, there's a simplicity in the reliance on, on God for everything. Mm. Uh, so when you start having things pared back a little, uh, that starts to come to the fore. So that's been, I think God has been showing us that it doesn't matter uh, what we have or what yeah, circumstances exactly. we're in, uh, that he's all we need. Mm. Yeah. And some of those things that have taken away, they're good things, but like that's right. we realise that actually the relationship that we have with God and, and with his people is, is the stuff that's really important. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Um, and so how has you, how have you and your family kind of been trying to hold on to the hope of Jesus during the lockdown? I think uh, uh, trying to do, uh, I guess, praying and reading the Bible like normal, mm. um, keeping things, uh, particularly for the kids. I mean, there, there was a concern early on in, 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 the, in the crisis that, uh, you know, we didn't really know what, what it was going to look like and how it was uh, going to impact people, whether or not people were going to be uh, yeah. rapidly infected, uh, yeah. etc. And so I think there was a little bit of um, anxiety uh, with the kids uh, in that. But I think we, we kind of just played it fairly straight and just kind of walked through yeah. uh, things as normal. But I think um, one thing that uh, we've been trying to do is continuing to connect with our community. Mm. Joe and I and the kids only uh, started physically coming to, to Hope uh, right before the, the pandemic hit. Yeah, I know. And the, so it's been a bit of timing, a... Yeah. timing, <laughs> either way. And so I, I guess with uh, with that, we, we didn't have a chance to kind of build the relationships, but 
Joe and I, I guess, have uh, in other parts of our life have understood the importance of community mm. and that the blessings that come through being a part of God's community. Mm. And so I think one way we're trying to, uh, I guess, to that hope in Jesus is something that we all share uh, at Hope. Yeah. And so trying to connect. So Amos is connecting with his uh, youth group on a Friday night. Uh, we've got yeah. the kids with HKTV on the weekends. Uh, Joe and I are connecting through uh, Bible study and through... Um, uh, morning tea groups after church, yeah, and just and I guess through our own other, uh, yeah, it might be text messages or emails mm-hmm. or phone calls. But uh, I think those things are uh, they're the, they're the best that we're going to be able to get now yeah. until things change. Uh, but it, I, I guess th- those have been the things that have kept us kind of our awareness that life is bigger than our household yeah. when we get shut in. Uh, and, and there's and there's so much more of God's community out there mm-hmm. to connect with. And I think to and experience the blessings that God has through his people, through all the different unique people that are in the community. Yeah. So. And it has been so cool to see, you know, the members of church doing, being involved in so many different things at yeah. the moment. And, you know, the, the kids' crew have been putting together all that awesome content for HKTV, yep. which I'm sure your kids are loving. Yep. You know, my youth team has been working really hard and putting together um, HYO and, you know, yep. Amias has been able to log on to that and really mm. enjoy it. And I think having that community, like, we, we feel that as adults, you know, when we don't get to meet with our hope groups or, you know, even just not experiencing morning tea on a Friday morning yeah. is, is so bizarre because yeah. we're used to having that time together. Mm. And I think our kids just feel that even more. Yeah. Because you know, they're used to that at school and at youth and at yeah. kids' church. And so. And, and I think the, um, I mean, look, they're all, all my kids are digital natives. So yeah. they're uh, well equipped with um, uh, all their devices. But, so that, but uh, there has become a, a greater reliance on connecting mm. with people through that. And so particularly for Amius, I mean, he, he's um, uh, being older, uh, he, he's kind of using that to its full potential. Uh, the other kids yeah. are kind of following suit, but they certainly um, uh, certainly getting that connection with their mm. friends, uh, whether it's one-on-one or in groups through being able to make phone calls or through, the, uh, through devices and stuff. Yeah. So it's been good, mm. yeah. And thinking about Amius, so he's obviously in year six, and so he started off in Hope Youth, but obviously going to be making that transition into high school next year. Yep. And then even Tager's not, you know, too far behind yep, in that. Right. What are you and Joe hoping for as you kind of uh, see those boys sort of moving into that transition phase? What are you hoping to see happen in their lives? Uh, I think I, re- I really hold, uh, I-, I guess my hope for, for the kids is really to to grow as members of their own individual communities where they belong in and all the different mm. groups that they intersect with uh, to become I guess for them to be able to fully enact what it what it is that God's given them uh, as their gifts and their uh, characteristics that are uniquely theirs mm. uh, and so if if they can figure that out and, and kind of work through and it's, and it's complex and it's hard we all know growing up's not easy yeah but it's the uh, if they can figure that out uh, through and by using and, and I guess the support of uh, like Hope Youth, mm. uh, things like um, uh, the kids uh, groups, uh, and and I guess as um, as those things uh, will deliver all these different things that I can't do and that Joe can't do, yeah. uh, and so we, we we start to look at um, you know it's at the whole it's the village who raises mm. the, the yeah. child in in, the, in that sense. So I'm hoping that the kids find their place. Uh, they don't need to be uh, any one particular thing. Mm. Uh, I really want them to discover how they fit in and how they are connected in God's community for the blessing of that community, but also to uh, for outreach for uh, for those who aren't. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it's been awesome having Amias. You know, he's already invited some friends along to Hope Youth. He came up to me after church a couple of weeks ago when we were still meeting in person. He's like, 
hey, Lucky, I know we, we haven't really been doing music at youth and I really love doing music, you know, is that something I could help out with? And I thought, you know, that's so awesome. He sees that as his community yep. and he wants to, you know, help make that happen. Yeah. And that's really exciting to me to have a year six doing, saying that because part of the reason why we start youth at year six is because we want them at that age to, to feel like that's their space as they go into year seven and everything in life changes for yeah. them. They're yeah. now the little fish mm. in, a, in a very big pond, mm. but they know that Hope Youth is a place where they're welcome, where they're involved and they contribute. So Yeah, um, and you're spot on. I think that uh, yeah, when, when that uh, landscape changes drastically in year mm. seven, um, it's, uh, it's good to have some good foundations already yeah, uh, either laid or being you know, strengthened. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, what's one bit of advice or, or tip that you would want to give to other parents who might be listening or watching along um, about yeah, how to hold on to this hope that we have? I think, um, I, I think really, if, if, I, if I think about, you know, everything that's going on, uh, both, you know, whether it's uh, in the community, at work, at home, is that uh, we shouldn't be too, too hard on ourselves and we should give ourselves a little bit of space mm. uh, to be imperfect. And Absolutely. I think that this situation that we find ourselves in is, is unprecedented, uh, no matter which way you slice it, where you belong in the world. Nobody uh, has really experienced this yeah. um, uh, to this extent, um, if, if you've experienced something smaller. But I, I think that um, those imperfections uh, that, that we have, uh, that I think Jesus smooths over those in, imperfections. Absolutely. Uh, I think our God is a God of the gaps as much as he is for everything else. And, and I think uh, when things are tough at home, when uh, you've been completely strained in your patience because uh, you know, you've been with the kids all day, or you're trying to do something where uh, no one's had a break from anybody. Uh, everyone's getting on everyone's nerves. I think sometimes, uh, I think if we just take a load off ourselves, knowing that uh, that we don't need to get everything perfectly right, yeah. um, we'll try and do the best you can. But I think too, it's it's really laying that uh, out to Jesus and saying, I just need you to to help me grow through this so that you can give me the things that I need. Yeah. Uh, but when we uh, when we make a mess of it. Um, we know that we have a God who's very patient, very gracious. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a new time for everyone, for you know, for mums and dads and for kids as well. And mm. everyone, we're figuring it out, you know, as we go. That's right. And yeah. so recognizing, you know, that, that God's at work in that, mm. and He's growing us. And and when we do stuff up, when we do make mistakes, He's still, you know, going to be doing amazing things through yeah. that. Yeah, right. so, um, Well, it's been so encouraging mm. to hear from you, Simon. And you know, we're excited to have you in the fam joining us at church and, and being involved in all those groups. Um, thanks. So thanks for yeah, coming in and sharing. Um, why don't I pray uh, and pray for you and your family and for all the families at Hope now. Sure. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the Barden family. We thank you that they love Jesus uh, and that they're committed to seeing their kids grow uh, as followers of him. Um, we pray for each one of those uh, kids as they grow up and are involved in the different groups here at Hope. Uh, Lord, help them to see that we have this great hope in Jesus um, and that even as all of the material things of this world are taken away from us, uh, that's something that can never be taken away and it's the only thing that we truly need. Um, we pray that all of us um, might work together as a community supporting one another uh, as we work towards uh, this vision of seeing each of our kids uh, holding firm to the hope of Jesus. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us, mate, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be having more episodes of the One Hope podcast coming up very soon, so stay tuned and we'll see you then.